life at Fidrigoni. Fidrigoni. Our leaders and experts from all over the world talking about how we discover extraordinary every day. Welcome to the first episode of Life at Fidrigoni, the podcast. Today, we are giving the first answers to what it means to discover extraordinary every day at Fidrigoni through the lens, or I would better say, the voice of a very special guest. And for sure, the person that has made and makes all of this possible. I'm Federica Leotta, and I'm the Group Talent Attraction and Acquisition Manager at Fedrigoni. With me today, Marco Nespolo, our Chief Executive Officer. Welcome, Marco. Thanks, Federica. Pleasure being here with you and uh, with everyone listening. Let's start by talking about extraordinary journeys. I would like to break the ice with a rather personal question, if I may. We would not be here having this conversation if you did not make a specific decision. It was 2018, you were a successful CEO of a very important and growing company in a completely different industry. So I'm very curious, what made you decide to change and realize that Fedrigoni was a call you could not not answer? Well, in other words, what brought you here and what convinced you to join and start this journey? Well, it was in one sentence, the possibility or the perceived possibility, visualized possibility of uh, leaving a big legacy through a huge transformation journey on a great company that has been there for 130 years, but offered a huge room to accelerate, transform, growth. So that was, in a, in a sentence, what brought me there. And that was made, again, as a combination of many aspects related to the quality of the business, the passion of the people that were there and managed 130 years of uh, very strong history. And uh, and again, the, the agenda that was, I mean, appearing there, especially under the change of ownership with the private equity fund uh, acquiring the company. Uh, and then, which is a little bit of a even more personal angle to that, is that within that specific private equity, there were which I knew very well, they were like good friends, former colleagues, super trusted partners. So I was also very confident in in having, again, the right partners with me and around me on top of the team to make it happen. Fantastic. So the combination of an exciting agenda and the people factor. Well, a few years have passed since you joined Fedrigoni. So what I'm asking you now is in one short sentence, in your own words, in Marco's words, how would you describe Fedrigoni? What's Fedrigoni for you? Well, in one sentence, I would say it's a a very good uh, solution for a potential dichotomy or or oxymor, i.e. a company with a very long heritage, traditions and uh, a a long lasting heritage uh, and successful one with the spirit of an innovator and a kind of always changing uh, uh, agile organization. Wow. Well, this company you are describing has a clear purpose. Elevating creativity and make materials a source of creative possibility for brands everywhere is Federigoni's purpose. So how is the company and how are all the 5,000 people in 32 countries walking this talk? In other words, how are we all making it happen with our community and our clients? That's a very, that's a very complex topic. I would summarize that uh, twofold. I mean, to, make a perp- to define a purpose and make it come true, 
uh, it's a very long-term journey, requires two stuff, the right attitudes and, of course, the right strategy to get there. Uh, attitudes, which I think Elevating Creativity summarizes pretty well, is about, uh, again, continuously changing and pushing for more on all fronts. Of course, a lot to do at Federigoni. Uh, a, a lot of it at Fedrigoni has to do with the products we make, the passion we have for what we produce and how it is used downstream for people transforming our beautiful papers and fantastic labels into something else. Very relevant for their end products. Uh, but that has a lot to do also like in how we manage operations, how we manage HR processes, how we manage IT. So the, a kind of creativity requires many levers to be pulled uh, to come through. So that is about the attitude that needs to permeate our culture. And the second, of course, is the strategy. So there's no purpose that come true with a wrong or inconsistent strategy. So we did elaborate over the years and continuously fine-tune something I would consider, humbly so, a very solid strategy, which has five different pillars, all of which have, of course, this elevating creativity and, and the detail around that uh, in, 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 the, in the DNA. So one is about product innovation, I mean, being distinctive, premium and sustainable on the products we made. We make. The second is about uh, having a super deep customer intimacy to, to really embed what we do with the, with the customers we work, we work for uh, and the brands that are using our products to really, again, do what is needed to have their creativity downstream as well and all, all aspects. Uh, another pillar is about operating and procurement excellence, also requiring, again, uh, innovative ways to manage our processes, our materials, to kind of design our procurement strategy and sourcing. Then, of course, a lot of M&A that has brought a lot of abilities, capabilities, technologies, skills to kind of accelerate our ability to enable or enhance creativity downstreams. And then last, and not only not the least, but probably the most important, is people. Uh, our people strategy is very comprehensive and of, and of course totally matching uh, our ambition in terms of strategy and how to evolve the attitudes uh, or behaviors, as uh, we call them, in the company to get us there. Fedrigoni is a private equity-backed company. For those among us who are not finance geeks, this means that our two main shareholders are actually private equity firms. So my question to you is, what does this mean for, on one end, the strategy, and on the other end, the people that work at this company? Well, actually, what I keep stressing uh, when it comes to having this question asked, uh, which is often the case, uh, I, I keep repeating that actually, with financial investors, whether it's private equity or public equity or other type of financial investors, the management is on the driving seat. They buy or support a strategy they agree with, of course, so the strategy is fully shared, but then the day-to-day -day life of a company which is private equity owned or owned by financial investors is clearly depending on the purpose, the strategy, the culture you develop and how and the, and, and, and the people you, you create around the team to make it happen. So uh, there's definitely a, a very big difference versus other governance in terms of how con in, in full continuity the strategy, the culture, and the, again, the behaviors that you want to develop in a company are, uh, no matter whether there is one, two, or three private equities. I mean, on the other hand, something that I also like to stress because it's often either misunderstood or there are like legends or kind of uh, false misperceptions, I would say, around private equity is that uh, 
uh, as much as what we do every day is, I mean, it belongs to Federigoni and the purpose and the strategy, on the other end, we wouldn't have been as quick, as deep in our transformation in a different governance probably because private equity or financial investors in general have uh, full in i mean intentionality on a very simple equation which is value creation and that means faster growth bolder moves uh, faster investments uh, when they believe in the strategy that you propose uh, they they do there with you around you and and share all the risks and returns with you and normally also provide in most of cases, super valuable resources that are partnering with you as a CEO and your team to really make it happen. So as much as the strategy is there forever, our culture needs to define, be defined forever. And the legacy I was talking to in the first place is agnostic of the shareholders we have. Again, we, I mean, for in some phases of the life of a company, I'm a strong believer that PE ownership is actually uh, an enabler of a faster, better, deeper pace. Thank you very much, Marco. Now I actually understand better what you mean by the note that you shared with the team that I found lying on some desks in the office. Well, this little note reads, we think big, we plan big, we behave big. What does this mean for you? That is indeed uh, a sentence I love, uh, but uh, in, I mean, in everything in my life, and uh, we made it uh, a strong statement and hopefully a reality at Fedrigoni, or for sure a reality so far. We need to do much more than that. Uh, and that is very simple. I mean, plan thinking big, uh, which is not just dreaming, means aiming high, higher and higher, and having the, the biggest ambitions. But again, it's not just dreaming. To make it happen, you need to plan big as well, which is plan everything you need to do in details in a measurable, fact-based way to make your thing being uh, come through or your dreams come through, if we want to use this these sentence. And of course, once you think big and plan big, i.e. plan accordingly, then you need to stick to it with discipline, intensity, uh, passion every day to make it happen, which is what we call behave big. Wow. Well, I have the feeling that we are just getting started and I know for you it is never enough. We are actually discovering extraordinary every day at Fedrigoni, but a lot of this extraordinary is yet to be discovered. Where do you see the company in three years from now? Well, in three years from now, I see a company which is clearly bigger, clearly even more global than we are today. We are already in everywhere in the world, but of course with different ways depending on the region. So we want a bit even more global. That needs to come with or even through even more diversity in terms of skills, culture, point of views, of course, uh, which is richness. Um, and then, of course, we, we, let's see what that enables once, once we get there. But surely keeping pace raising the bar and again being bigger still very agile and more global and diverse let me add another angle to the diversity piece you were mentioning i have always been surprised by the diversity of career background the people of fedrigoni have they've worked in many different industries in many different companies so this brings a lot of different perspectives and again adds a lot of value to to what we do and how we do it indeed well it's definitely ambitious 
but to get there in your in your opinion what kind of skills and attitude will the company need well that, that's a very important point because i mean skills and attitudes are two different things of course skills especially in some roles are super relevant so of course that's a, but that's a condition sine qua non or like a prerequisite to get into the room so to say but then the whole difference in my opinion slash experience is driven by the attitude so you need to have the skills but without the right attitude you don't you don't go as far as you could uh, that's why actually after a big exercise in codifying in details in a measurable way our strategy we defined uh, what we call the federigoni behaviors that are indeed the attitudes uh, that you need to put in practice every day uh, to make that strategy happen at pace and with the right intensity and of course they are very detailed uh, detailed they are very well codified word by word and they are even part relevant part of our incentive systems for everyone in the company uh, and in uh, in three words or sentences our behaviors the federigoni behaviors are about striving for excellence in everything we do Second is fostering partnership, both with a very complex ecosystem outside Federigoni, like customers and other stakeholders, but even more importantly, or at least as importantly, within the company, avoiding silosies, avoiding politics, really kind of embracing the, goal, the one goal we have and helping each other to get there. And then last and also not the least to do all of the above, I mean, embracing transformation. So really challenging the status quo, pushing the boundaries and really having what's normally called the growth mindset to really to really push. So that's that's what we want at Federigonia. We try to kind of stick to it every day. Thank you, Marco. I think this is so consistent with the promise that we are making, both to the people that are already at Federigoni and to those who will join uh, us in the future. What we tell them is that they, here they can discover extraordinary every day. We unleash opportunity, we succeed together, we accelerate experiences, we empower excellence and we live our passion. Let me get personal again and ask you again a rather personal question. What is the promise this company has kept to you? Well, that's indeed um, a very a very deep question. I think uh, fortunately, thanks to the fantastic team we have and the right strategy we designed and, and of course the support we got so far from all the investors, there are so many things that I think uh, I should thank uh, Federigoni for. But I think probably the single promise that has been the, the most relevant uh, to be kept is actually where we started from with your first very personal question is why I'm here. I was here to lead a transformation, enable kind of a, a new legacy for a long lasting company. And based on what we've done so far, humbly so, that clearly happened through passion and intensity of the people we have, both those that were there with great passion and experience and the new ones that we brought together for this specific purpose. So seeing uh, the dream of that transformation unfolding is the single most relevant promise that I personally feel that Federigoni kept to me. Thank you. And about this extraordinary transformation that you have led and witnessed, what are you most proud of? Well, I, I think 
sort of along the same lines and building on something we shared before. I mean, there's so many things that we achieved and we need to be proud of. But I think uh, having made uh, the cultural transformation, this sort of secret sauce to bring it all together, I think is the single highest achievement because we again we had uh, a huge passion depth of experience legacies i mean a huge heritage in the thousands and thousands of people that were there already uh, when uh, when this the transformation started and we could like leverage their huge passion their ability to really embrace transformation and be excited about that uh, and mix it with the right fit of all the new, many newcomers from different industries bringing diversity of perspectives on experiences of best practices and, and combining those, I would say seamlessly, took a lot of effort, deliberate, intentional effort, and that, I mean, worked. So humbly so, that's something we, I mean, I, I'm super happy about, but of course, it's, um, it's never enough as... Uh, we normally say, <laughs> so much more to be done. Marco, listening to you is always inspiring and today makes uh, no difference. If I think back to what you shared at the beginning about what made you start, given how successful this has all, uh, this has all been, this brings a last question for you. If you were to share a piece of advice with a person that is about to change his job or her job, which is looking for a new job, what would that advice be? Wow. Also a great question. Let me, I would summarize, I mean, first of all, uh, do your homeworks in diligencing uh, the family. I would use this word, you are joining. Uh, I mean, normally the work, especially in like business environment, but everywhere, takes a huge share of your life. Uh, so that needs to make you happy. So first of all, choose something that you really love and it's totally consistent with what you want. And oftentimes that requires the good diligence because sometimes the, the names at first glance are either super good and then under delivering on the promises they made or the vice versa. They are apparently like uh, not that attractive and then uh, revealed to be super interesting. So I would really go beyond the surface, go beyond the brand, the name, and uh, or like even employment branding, uh, despite I shouldn't say it to you, but uh, uh, and, do, and do your homeworks. Understand the right fit of the people you have in front of you, the agenda that the company wants to pursue, the culture that you can touch, even just uh, showing up in the offices and talking to more people than you normally see in interviews. I think that that's the single most relevant stuff. Of course, to do that, if I may, you need to before know yourself and what you want. Only only through that you can find the best fit. But once you know, and hopefully you should work on it before, uh, then choose uh, choose the story and the family that you want to join, not the industry or the name that you think you want to join. That's very true. Thank you very much, Marco. We reached the end of our very first episode. Thank you again for sharing your journey and your experience to answer into our personal questions. And thank you also to you who have listened to this episode of the Life at Fedrigoni podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did while recording it. Stay tuned and make sure to check the other episodes. Thanks a lot. Follow 
our pages on LinkedIn and Instagram to learn more about how we discover extraordinary every day at Fedrigoni. Check our career page to explore jobs that match your passion. Life at Fedrigoni.